Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Spring and TK. Trista What's Crick. Up? Heat check TK. five. TK. What do you think? Of, what, what, what do you, what? Like your hair today, TK. Thank you. We asked a, a, an uncomfortable question about not, not, the, not like the ones that you normally <laughs> ask, just like a basketball <laughs> one. Um. What if the money that the Kings have, which we believe is about $17 million, isn't enough to compete with another offer for Malik Monk? Like, what do you think, what, what, what do you think Malik will earn this offseason or could earn this offseason in the open market? 20? That's kind of that's where we're at, and that's, that's a number where I feel like Malik, he might be willing to stay in Sacramento for that. Like, all right, it's a seventeen and some change to twenty difference. I'm staying. I'm staying here. It's when you start to get into the twenty twos or 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 twenty threes that I start to get a little nervous because the total value starts to become like seventeen to twenty million dollar difference between what Sacramento can offer and a competing team. Well, and then you think about maybe this place that would offer it. Right? There's a few states where that changes very meaningfully because sure. we know that California is the highest tax rate state in the country, and then you've got places like Texas and Florida for a team like I don't know the Houston Rockets or the Dallas Mavericks or the Miami Heat or the probably don't not, you can take Orlando out of that. Well, no, we, we've been guard. we've been talking about Orlando. Orlando's going to have fifty million dollars in cap space. Do they need another guard? How many do they need? They're going after Brogdon. They've got Suggs. They've got uh, Markel Foltz. They've got Caleb Houston. He's not a point guard. But you've got a a bevy of them. I know I'm missing some. Uh, you got Anthony Black. Yeah. you got – there's another one, isn't it? There's another one that I'm missing. Well, Cole Anthony's there. Cole Cole Anthony. There's like five of them. But he's better than all of them, I think. And they'll be like – Malik Monk is the best of all of those. Yeah, and I think they will look at it like – they might keep Suggs because he defends at a high level, but they'd be like, let's move on from all these guys, bring Malik in, and get some other They pieces. like having all that depth, though. I know that they yeah. like having all that depth. And I guess it's all about role, too. Like, is is Malik cool with the role that he has? Does he want to be a firm starter, not just got a guy that comes in and out of the starting lineup or is a you know the microwave that he is? And I think that the personal element of it matters too, right? You Not just the taxes and the money, but happiness. Mm-hmm. And I think he's found a home and found a team that believes in who he is and doesn't want to change him, doesn't want to try to, quote unquote, rehabilitate him like I think the Lakers did, right? They want to bring him out of the dregs of Charlotte and show the world what he can be. Like we see what he is. Mm-hmm. 
And I think Sacramento fans love him. But then you got your your boy, your guy in, in De'Aaron Fox. So I think that matters too in the environment, Mike Brown. All of that I think plays a role. And like when's the last time that you could say that truly about Sacramento, that all of those intangibles matter more than the money? Mm. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, in a minute. 20 years? <laughs> it's just 17 years, something like that. Um, did you follow the King Siakam situation from oh, from yeah. last Friday? The <laughs> the grand opening, grand closing of Club Siakam in Sacramento. I mean, Siakam. Let's be real. I'm done. I'm done with his bull. You know what I mean? Like he's he's on some other stuff. You know what I mean? Like he's they they were given OGR time about mm. him being a quote unquote diva, which he is not. And I think Siakam is a little bit of a diva. I think he wants to – have you ever met those people who have been – they've been in a relationship since high school, you know, and maybe the girl or guy that they were with is good or bad. doesn't matter. They just want to know what it feels like <laughs> to be single in the prime of your life and desired, right? They want to – it doesn't matter how good the thing that they could be in is – I'm I'm testing it. I'm gonna I'm gonna sow my wild oats. That's Siakam. It's like, baby, do you know who you are right now? Like, you're not that guy at all. You don't need to be telling Sacramento, I'm not gonna resign with you. I'm gonna test the market. I'm not gonna. Okay, dude, you're just gonna end up staying in Toronto or going to another place that's even worse. The whole thing, and like, I'm done with Masai too. No. I, I almost said something that I would only say off off. Uh, into the group chat about just the umbrella of it all. And you can just, the umbrella of it all, of like that these dudes over here have the same mentality, which is to scam you. They're like (laughs) straight Nigerian prince behavior to straight scam. And it's like, Masai, we're not giving you Keegan. No. What Mm. are you talking about? Mm. Let me ask you this about Pascal, though. What And I don't know this to be true. I'm just kind of, you know, trying to read the tea leaves. What if he doesn't want to leave? If what he really wants is for Toronto to pay him. And through all this, Toronto's trying to trade him, all this other stuff. He's like, I don't want to leave. I'm not going to make it easy for you to trade me. I've heard that. But then I know I've talked to Samson Folk, who called the Raptors, you know, like I think for the Toronto Star and he said that that's not necessarily the case, mm. that there's not really a lot of love between that oh. franchise and mm. him. And maybe he likes the city, but the way that Masai has prioritized players, he's prioritized OG over Pascal. And maybe that's monetary because OG was on such a team-friendly deal and he did so many things. But, like, Pascal is a roller coaster ride. He needs the ball in his hands at all times. He could never be in the role that OG was in where he's off ball, just kind of like cutting and waiting for the flow of the offense to dictate to him. When he's not involved in the offense directly, he's just he's just not really there. And I, I, I don't see it. I don't see that he's got like this romance and he wants to stay with his long-term girlfriend. I don't, I don't see that at all. You're listening to D'Lo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento 98.5 FM Carex QHD2 Sacramento ESPN 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Live on 1320 TV, uh, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter as well. Trista Crick, host of the Heat Check podcast, joining us here. So ultimately, do you think that Toronto and Sacramento wind up back at the table together? 
candlelight candlelight dinner with some roses on the they're gonna spend the block you know. i mean i think in general if siakam tells you i'm not re-signing in sacramento no matter what or if he tell his agents tell money what do you do you're just gonna just gonna roll the dice and see if he likes it there i think that's what you do trade, <laughs> i think that's what you do and you're getting HB off the books, and you say, well, at least we'll have cap space. I'm only trading summer. Harrison if he loves Canada. Yeah, Harrison. I'm going to make sure Harrison is whatever happy Harrison no matter wants what. to do, okay? <laughs> this make, is your team now, buddy. We'll make, do what you make want sure Harrison do. is happy. Um, but, yeah, I, I think there's a certain point where I take the risk. Like, Monty's take the, 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 the Tyrese Domas trade was a risk. It's worked out really well for Sacramento. I'm, I might, you know, roll the dice. Certainly, you know, a different set of dice in this conversation. <laughs> I might roll the dice again and, and, and take a risk to see if I can get him to come here. He'd be really good there. It's a, it's, and if you could get away with not trading any of the young guns and just trade HB and whatever filler that you're going to have to, and maybe like a pick. I don't even know what the package was supposed to be, mm-hmm. but uh hb i know is at the center of it and i think sacramento fans are ready for him to be gone anyway i think this year and the playoffs last year pretty much sealed the deal and herders there might be more frustrating yeah there might be more frustration with kevin herder right now than yeah harrison barnes i had higher hopes for kevin herder yeah me too 12 months ago i had just come out there and herder was a microwave from three Mm. We we saw them play the Lakers, and it was just this insanely electric environment inside of there. And then everybody loves Red Velvet and Kayvon, and it's like, no, he's Kevin. He's back <laughs> to being Kevin. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, we've I wonder, seen, seen that. We haven't seen Kavon all year. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I wonder what what's going on. You know what I mean? Like what's – obviously, to me – it's not a skill thing with him. Like he's a skilled ball player. It's it's a confidence thing. And what is it going to take to get him to feel good about himself and feel confident about his game and his shot? Because I feel like they tried everything. They, they threatened his minutes. They've taken him out of the starting lineup. He's focused on defense. All this other stuff, mm-hmm. and he just can't get right. I I don't know what it is. What what uh, what hurt her at this point? Yeah, and and confidence and the mental side of things in any field is really tough to get over right it's you don't know what's going to be able with a carrot or the stick or some combination of both or him getting zen him getting off the internet probably the things that kings fans say about him doesn't help i, I know that I, we want to be honest and he's not been good and you know the reporting has been not critical yeah, gotta, it's been unfair you got to be tough like he's yeah, yeah, trash yeah you got to be tougher than that like that's it's 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 ridiculous, but yeah. he is in a, 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 a form of business where he will be openly criticized by people who can't do his job. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is what it is. Any public profession you have, your job, our job, it's the, it's, it's the same thing on a smaller level, but it's the same thing. You just have to deal with it. Harrison's got to deal with it. He's done a great job of it throughout the years because he's had to deal with it a lot. Right. Kevin Herter's got to do the same thing. Maybe he needs to leave it at, at the office like De'Aaron does. <laughs> right. <laughs> De'Aaron just needs to, you know, De'Aaron just goes home and has dinner with his family. Maybe maybe that's all Kevin Herter needs to do. The people, though, that can do that 
I envy them. The ones who don't, like they can be at dinner and just not think about whatever is plaguing them or whatever professional hurdles or stumbling blocks they're dealing with. They can just like shut it off. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I walk in the practice facility, shut back on, just make little to-do notes and I just check out my to-do list. and like, okay, back to where we started. Those people are so impressive. People are like, yeah, I don't care what people say about me. Of course, they're going to say these things. Like, it's obviously not true. And I just move on. Just continue to do my job. Like LeBron, think about this. LeBron James can't do that. LeBron James is, is the peak of excellence. And even that guy worries about what people say about him. Who do you think is the best at that in the NBA right now? In the NBA. First person that came to my mind was James Harden. I don't think James Harden cares at all. What people are saying. I think he does. I think he says he doesn't, but I I think he does. This is the man who IG story to fat suit. Like he knows what he. he I think yeah, he's he kind of laughed at it though. <laughs> like I he he, he, he said it like that's what I'm about to do, guys. Like he kind of made a joke of it. Like I don't think he can. He care about his money and and he, his playing time. So that's all. Harden's he cares a about. very sensitive dude. Harden Harden is is maybe one of the more low-key... You think about where he came up, right? You had to go to Arizona State. He wasn't this, like, top, top AAU pick prospect. Mm-hmm. He's always felt, you know, six-man coming off the bench, wanted his money in Houston, right? From what I understand from people who have been around him, worked on his skills, like skills development stuff with him, he's he's very aware of how people perceive him. Somebody said... Oh, you they, know who it is? Never- what? I know who it is. It's Russ. Russ. Russell Westbrook. No, because yeah. no, it's not Russ. Yes, it is. Because Russ will go fight somebody for saying something yeah, wrong. He'll, he, yeah, yeah, but then, so Russ but, absolutely but he'll fight someone at the arena. And then when he all leaves, he's Clippers, done. But, all those Clippers are a little like Paul George. <laughs> nah, I think it's Russ. Harden. I don't know. I think like a, like probably a Giannis feels very down to earth. When it comes to like what people are saying, I think he feels the emotions that we all feel, which is that the Bucks are terrible right now. But mm. I don't think like people are getting into his head where he's worried about that. Is Paul? George I bet you that? Kobe didn't care. He's like, I just yeah, I go Kobe, to yeah. my job and yeah. I get better every day. Like these people are sheep. They have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> like, I'm just going to do me. You have, like, he's at just like at such an elevated mental level above yeah. everyone else. Yeah. You know them when you see them, too. They just feel at peace whenever you meet them. You're like, you're way too calm. I, Fox I, is that. that we, that's how we started talking about yeah. this. That's how De'Aaron Fox is. I don't think Fox care about any of this Mm-mm. stuff. Nope. And, and it's, <laughs> oh, it's- you know who's, oh, we didn't even mention Jokic. No, oh, Jokic, Jokic. Don't I don't even up. think Jokic knows we talk about him. I don't think Jokic, <laughs> right. Jokic doesn't know hoops hype exists or the athletic exists. He ain't never listened to a radio show or a podcast in his life. He's live he streaming his horse cam and keeping it moving. He literally hoops and then goes home, plays with his kid, <laughs> hangs out with his wifey, and then gets up and goes to the facility. Like I would be surprised if he has any social media apps downloaded to his phone. No chance. Yeah, no chance. You don't care. Um, I love that you mentioned Kobe. It's such like an elite, elevated mental mentality. And people think, oh, we're going to Mamba mentality, baby. Yeah, you can't do that. 
<laughs> you're not built for Mamba mentality. That's what people forget with that whole line, especially because it's 2024 and this is the Mamba year. We're going to be locked in. And it's like, yeah, that would be great if you had Kobe Bryant's line of thinking, but you don't. You have yours. You have your line of thinking. You don't have Kobe's line of thinking, so you can't do Mamba mentality. It's not a it's not a tagline. It was literally how that dude you lived. Can. I don't think you can. You it's can. literally a way of thinking. Yeah, you can. It's not. I don't think you. It's can. not that complex. I, really, really, what what the Mamba name someone else who did it? Barry Bonds. Really, what Mamba mentality is is I don't. Here's what we talked about. I don't care if I'm liked, if I have friends, if I have fun. The only thing that's fun for me is success. That's the Mamba mentality. And that's a unique mentality. I, I, no, not everybody can do it. No, I, under, I agree with you, but it's not, impo- it's not one of one. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying people using the Mamba year as a tagline, like, <laughs> I'm going to do this. It's like, okay. It's like, what's, be your best you in your Mamba Yeah, like what stopped you from doing that in 2023? Because <laughs> it wasn't 2024. What stopped you from doing that in 2021? I've got my Christmas Grinch Kobe's on, and I'm ready for my <laughs> mama year. You mentioned like, you can barely take the trash out, dog. Like you, <laughs> you need to get an, a like a day planner. You don't know how to live that Kobe life. The amount of precision. You know who's really good at it? I'm sure, based on what I know, and I, I don't know him at all personally. But that guy, Rob Deerdeck. From the fun, like he had the playhouse. It was Robin Big. Yeah. You guys remember him? Yeah, Robin he's on ridiculousness Big. every day or every he hour. Organizes, of the day. He organizes his life in like fifteen minute increments, mm. and has them all like lined up in a grid. And as soon as that thing's, as soon as that time slot is done, he's moved on to the next thing. And he found a way to like optimize that level of optimization. I'm sure is highly effective but you've got you're talking about 15 minute increments for just like everything How okay do I... guys sorry i know this hit was i know we're doing well but it's five it's five fifteen on the nose gotta gotta log off that seems that seems stressful There's, do, that seems how do i stressful. organize my life in 15 minute increments when i spend nine hours a day with him that seems stressful. my whole day is blocked off monday through friday with kenny that that doesn't seem like a fun life now he's a, he's very rich. I'm sure he's having a good. But that just seems stressful. But neither is Mamba mentality. Let's be honest. Mamba mentality is a form of psychosis. Let's yeah. be real. Well, that's what it I'm is. saying. Like him, Barry Bonds, Floyd is kind of like that. You ain't got no friends. You don't have no Tiger. real real grasp on life, on living. Not not life, but living. Because you're just unbelievably laser focused. On. Tom Brady is like that. You just, I don't care about my family. I don't care about my family. I have to pay till 45. These people are not real human beings, right? Like they're just not. The the mamba mentality is very different than Jokic. I think it's actually, you go around a circle and they meet. Jokic is so far into the like work-life balance. Basketball Mm -hmm. is just one piece (laughs) of my life and it's a small one. It's like 15% of the things that I think about on a daily basis. And when I finish, I don't think about it. And then you've got all I focus on is basketball. These other people talking about me, they don't matter because all that matters is these 250 middies I have to put up. And you know what the funny part about that is? The life that we all should be striving to live is the Jokic life. Absolutely. That's the life we should 
be striving to live. That's living. But no one ever goes, man, I want want that Jokic vibe. mentality. I think every day, guys. I think that every day. How can I make more and work less? I think that every day. The uh, Bill Simmons had a great analogy for Shaq. I, this is one of his. He's actually hit this one out. He said Shaq was like somebody that was like really, really smart, really, really smart. And if they maxed their potential, they could have been a four-two student in college, mm-hmm. right? But Shaq was like, "Why be a four-two student when I can be a three-six student and have and go to parties and have mm-hmm. fun and do all this other stuff?" And that's what he said. Like Shaq could have been. By far the greatest player to ever play. But he's mm-hmm. like, I want to rap. I want to have fun. I'm a celebrity. Mm-hmm. I want to, I got money. Like, mm-hmm. I can win champions and be, and be, and have fun as opposed to winning nine and having no fun. Right. And I was like, that's pretty spot on. Yeah. And I think as fans, we should kind of keep that in mind when we criticize players for not being like the top 5% of athletes who all they do is think about getting better every single day. And we want them to care about every single position. We want them to care about every single game. We want them to be a winning player. But ultimately, these dudes have like $400 million and they're 25 years old. And they're sickle and attractive. And at the peak of their powers, probably sometimes they let go of the rope a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even if you're not attractive, I'll have that $400 million. Andrew Wiggins. Ain't no such. Oh. Hey, hey. hey. Don't do that to Hey. Wiggins, that? That was, uh, we didn't don't do, do all that. Hey, don't do that, I was I was going dry. Jay Z line ain't no th- you know ain't no thing as an ugly billionaire. I'm cute, but man, I thought about uh, he Eric. did get cuter. I thought about Jay Z got cute. His long hair. He got Beyonce. Here's the thing I want to ask you guys. This is a, I never thought about asking you this until right now. Do you think the attractiveness of someone's partner makes that person more attractive? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It probably does for Like if, if an ugly dude is with a beautiful woman, a woman on the outside will look at more attractive. Yeah. Say the other part then. Well, I don't think no, – I don't because I don't think we – care one way or the other on the other side like, yeah i don't, I don't, I don't think, think it has I think, yeah i yeah. think you're absolutely right but the, you're like, like dang 
fucking bag Beyonce? What's he <laughs> right. going on over there? Right, right. It, it, it makes him like, more attracted to the woman. He's got, I see he's got a little You start <laughs> rationalizing it like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah. He can, he's like a good rapper. He's, yeah, I'm sure that like a lot of Yeah, you start to like rationalize it. Yeah. <laughs> like Jack Harlow. You know, Jack Harlow is like oh. not good, like attractive, but you're like, good smile you know like very charismatic and the more yeah hot the more successful you get too then they like get that swag they're like i've got a lot of money swag not to be confused with real confidence but sometimes you get confused and then they walk around and they've got it and you're like oh they've got that confidence is attractive oh yeah they think they can just come up to me and you can buy confidence yeah, just to you can absolutely buy confidence. Hey, it's, it's it's like uh, the age old um, uh, thing that the people say: you're not ugly, you're just broke. Fact, lived it. <laughs> Facts. Stop. It. I know the two hundred and thirty dollar eyelash <laughs> extensions say exactly that. See, there you go. I need to start getting. I need to get them bags under my eyes taken out. Go pay two hundred fifty dollars to do that. I saw Demar Hamlin was wearing uh, one of those uh, eye patches. I saw it on that GQ thing. He had his, and he says he wears them uh, for ten minutes every day. Okay. Yeah. Well, shout out Demar Hamlin. Um, in a attempt to get us back to the NBA, <laughs> um, who's the ugliest? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You mentioned uh, Hill. Okay, stop it, Eric Williams. Stop it, both of you. Sam Cassell. You talk. How do you get Jennifer? That was a crazy part. Well, we know how, but how? Um, we talk about ugly basketball. You mentioned the Milwaukee Bucks a minute ago. Kings, you know, they got blown out at home by the Pelicans the other night. They've lost to Charlotte in recent weeks. They've lost to your. Uh, Portland Trailblazers in recent weeks, and you talked about, you know, and Kenny and I were talking about the Bucks earlier losing four out of their last five. They're playing ugly. Is that, for both of those teams, is that just the ebbs and flows of a season? Or should fan bases be concerned? Should, should Kings fans be? Kings fans are definitely, be, they're definitely concerned right now. Should they be? Bucks, title no. contenders, should they be concerned? Kings fans shouldn't be concerned because you've played really good basketball against everyone except for the New Orleans Pelicans, pretty much. So, I mean, maybe they just have your number. Maybe it's like the Cincinnati oh, they do. No, they Bengals do. versus the Bills. Like the Cincinnati Bengals just beat the Bills. Anytime they play them, doesn't matter who's in, who's out, where they're playing, they're going to beat that ass. And that's what it is. And that feels like what the Pelicans are right now. And maybe it's just a bad matchup. And CJ McCollum came out and said this too. He said, I always have a little something extra for the Kings because they told me that they were going to draft me and then they didn't. Well, at least he wanted so to there's that. Um, there's that. There's a lot. There, that's a long list of people. <laughs> that's a yeah. long list of players. Yeah, that, that's just literally an all-star team. Yeah. There anymore, that's, a, that's damn near a Hall of Fame team that could beat the Kings ass for doing that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Headed by your boy. Your boy is probably at the top yeah. of that list. Yeah. T-Rob. Taking T-Rob was. Okay. Was we we like know what happened. happened. We don't need to. Yeah, it was absolutely in, in, inciting. But I think for the Bucks fans, when it's not just the fact that the Bucks are playing ugly, it's the fact that Giannis is making these comments. Like Giannis is concerned, right? Giannis thinks that the guy that's washing the uniforms could do his job better, right? 
Like that's what he said. Every single part of this whole machine needs to get better. Not just our coaching and our players, but even the dude washing my jersey still needs work. And so that would give me great pause. No pause intended. Just great <laughs> Very nice. reservations. The defense, we know it's bad, but offensively it's clunky too at times. Dame hasn't looked right. And I firmly believe, I firmly stand by what I said when he walked down the middle of the street with both twins in hand for his coronation ceremony going down whatever street in Milwaukee that was. He's not happy. He does not want to be here. It's a good basketball situation. Terrible life situation. He does not want to be in Milwaukee. He wants to be in, in Miami. And you can see it. His eyes just, and he's got stuff, personal stuff going on. His eyes just don't, you know, when you see the sparkle, no sparkle. Well, they're all stuck with each other, so they need to figure it out. So that's what's going on with that. Hey, can I go a little off like my boss. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I go? Can I go a little off script with TK? Because we we talk. as long as you have to follow that remark and not me. <laughs> so go ahead. We talk. We talk NBA because uh, this is an NBA savant when you talk about Trista Crick, but she knows other sports, and it is NFL Wild Super Wild super Card wild. Weekend. What you think? I mean, what what you, what you seeing? Do you, do you see? Do you believe in Buffalo? Um, are the Eagles really finished? Like we all know they are. Dallas, like what, what you see, Detroit uh, Rams, who wins that game? What, what you thinking about wildcard weekend? So I actually, in terms of Detroit Rams, I like the Rams in that spot, three and a half. I'm, I'm, the the Rams- one. I'm the only one that likes Detroit. I think Detroit's winning that game. I'm a, I'm a one-man wolf pack. Yeah, Stafford back in Ford Field, the narratives are there. You've got Kyron Williams. And like, the Rams in general have been an offensive powerhouse, not when just they have Cooper Cup and guys that they can throw deep to and guys that they can do these trick plays with. It's when they can run the damn ball. Like They have to be scary on the ground in order to be doing that trickery, and Kyron Williams is absolutely elite at that, especially since he's come back from injury. He's been really good. So I like how that offense is flowing. Puka is really good, obviously. We know that. He's going to win offensive rookie of the year most likely. And then you've got uh, on the defensive side, they've sort of figured things out. They still have Aaron Donald. So revenge spot for Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jared Goff, they both switched teams, so there's a lot of narratives there in general. But I kind of like the Rams as dogs, and I kind of like the Rams. And this is just a bet. I don't think it's actually going to happen, but this is a good bet. I think Rams 20-1 to 1 to win the NFC is a good bet. It's not the craziest thing in the world. It really isn't. They might be the second-best team in the NFC. Yeah, that was the team I thought was the yeah. scariest for San Francisco. I agree. And then in terms of the AFC, I like the Bills. I've been talking about it with Buffalo. I come on every Tuesday with them at 4, mm. uh, Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> Go on WGR mm. if you guys want to hear it. <laughs> Anyway, so it's like openly acknowledging you cheat on us. That's how I see it. Now I know I do these other. I know what we signed up for, but I thought you were going to become a housewife at some point. Stick beside I thought you were going to be a housewife at some point. Really quickly, as a side, really it's not fast, how you better. I, I need to get. I need to get this question out. I was listening to Drew Hill the other night. Oh yeah, and. The song Sleeping in My Bed yep. came on yeah. the radio. Is that like the cardinal sin? 
if you're cheating on somebody and you let that person sleep in your man or girl's yeah, bed, they yeah, not just like yeah. smash in the bed, somebody smashing in my bed, you let them have post-coital naps. <laughs> is that, that is is that like the cardinal sin? Nah, both of them are. But yeah, crazy. both of them. Yeah, yeah both of them. Yeah. Like we don't do nothing in my bed. If you don't do something like we, I might be able to work through it. You know, we might be able to work. Don't yeah, do don't do it in my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better the go house the holiday. You better too. go to the Sheraton but the somewhere. Sleeping, the sleeping, not a, the, is really there. Bad. There's a level of intimacy to sleeping. Like that's not just a quick. <laughs> that's just not a quick hit. It's really like I don't care. Yeah, like, I don't care about you. Yeah, it's whatever. You guys are starting to get to a, a place of like actual emotional connection. If you are allowing one another to fall asleep you're most vulnerable naked and asleep that's the most cardinal that it gets i think all that to say i like the bills well that's trista crick you can catch her every week here uh with dealo and kc uh, you and could elsewhere also, right after know. buffalo <laughs> wow what is memphis wow what is memphis do you just come home does you're just running yeah, around yeah i think that's what it does. is yeah, you guys are the last slot of the Tuesday. Like, this is me. I'm coming home. I'm not, coming no, it's home. not that. There's appetizers. You guys are the full meal. You're not. Well, there's probably a lot wrong with what you just said, but you're not sleeping in Buffalo or Memphis. Just to be clear. No. Okay. All right. No. Though you did take a trip to Buffalo. I think we tried to FaceTime you. I'm going again next week. Wow. 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 Here. wow. Wow. Well, okay. Not well, here. there you have it. That, that's <laughs> where Sacramento ranks on the pecking order. Uh, we'll come back. Trista Crick, Heat Jet Podcast here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.